Hello there, you are now in The Inner Circle, the podcast for The Circle, Channel 4's new reality TV show. Although it's not that new anymore, because we're almost at the end of the first series. Only two episodes left, but we are talking about the third from last episode. This is as confusing as whether Alex is Kate or Kate is Alex or who's pretending to be his girlfriend Millie. But I'm here with Ant. Open private message, let's keep it 100. My name's Jim and we're going to go through everything that happened in the last episode in just 30 seconds. Here is your Circle in 30. Precious is a helmet. It all went hashtag GBBL with unicorn cakes and Sean was queen of the tent. We also learnt the following. Alex still hasn't learnt how to sit on a couch. Precious is a sore loser, which is unfortunate because it was ratings time and the circle changed it up. So Sean came top with the highest score so far. Dan not far behind. Precious and Harry had to beg for votes, but it wasn't enough. Precious is gone. It's interesting you pick up on the Doritos not being vegan because you didn't have so much of a problem with her eating sausages or bacon or anything like that in previous episodes. It's the little things. It's all about the detail and that that just goes to show. So if you just for FYI, if you're out there and you want to have Doritos that are vegan friendly, mm. you need to go for the chili heat wave. You're just a hypocrite because I, I know you're vegan, but you must have enjoyed the delicious beef that was going on between Sean and Precious <laughs> in this episode. Um, so what what I loved about this is it all stemmed from something that's happened to us all. It's the problem with the lack of context in social media or any kind of message. Let's hold off this particular wormhole for a while because we are going to go into this in more detail very soon. But let's pick our favourite tweets from today's episode before we do that. Mine is from at Ollie Redding, who is uh, Ollie from Redding. And he's got Redding in his team. He must really love Redding. I don't know anyone loved Redding enough to put I, it in their Twitter hashtag. I wonder where he is. <laughs> might be ollie reading i suppose <laughs> i really like books but his twitter was i like kate's sign in the background i don't know if you spotted this it reads 50k eight can we dig out another k please essentially she's got 50k eight in a little 50 kate yeah, yeah. But they, she can't, obviously she hasn't got two Ks. She can't have 50K Kate. So she's gone for 50K8 instead. That's nice. And to be honest, I'm really rooting for him now because if you saw the news today, the company that he works for went into administration. Yes. So he's really going to need to win. <laughs> he needs it. He needs the 50K. And so my favorite tweet, just to bring it back to where we were a moment ago, uh, was from uh, at Naomi underscore ET, which says, my favorite thing about this show is how badly they disguise those Doritos. Honestly, it's like it, it's like if crisps were in readers' wives. For those, of you, <laughs> for those of you who were a little too young to get that reference, that was basically a magazine where people sent naked pictures of themselves. Mm-hmm. And the only thing they did was cover up was put like a little bit of black tape over the eyes. They didn't put... Oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> how would you know, Jim? <laughs> I think you need to leave the Doritos alone now. <laughs> the first five minutes Dirty. of this show has been largely Dorito-based. But that is interesting, the way that some products are being very well concealed. Yeah, because again, Freddie was Freddie was drinking a canned drink and it just said fizzy drink on it, yeah. I mean, I, I said earlier on another episode, I don't think pot noodles were covered up. In retrospect, I think they might have been. They're just It's just very obvious what they were. But every single person in the circle is wearing Adidas sliders. So I don't think everyone... I don't own a pair of Adidas sliders. Do you own a pair of Adidas sliders? I actually just bought some. <laughs> <Did> <laughs> <you>? <laughs> but before the circle started. Okay. Well, maybe they did. Well, but- See, the thing is, I think they go into... I think they go in... And it's a bit like a hotel. You know, you go into a hotel and you'll usually have a pair of slippers yeah, yeah. with the name of the hotel. And if it's a posh one, you'll have a bathrobe mm-hmm. as well. And then they'll put that little note saying, please don't steal me. You can buy me for 25 quid. Yep. 
right? Same for the towels. And I think it's just the same thing. So it's kitted out like that. The the other thing I think they're getting given is white socks because everybody seems to be wearing white socks. Unless yeah. it's the fashion thing that I've missed out on completely, white socks are in. I don't think I own a pair. Oh, certainly not a pair of white socks I'd wear on a regular basis. Maybe if I was doing something sporty, I might wear white socks, but I don't think that... I don't think no. I don't, yeah, it may be right. You may notice that we're still missing a sponsor. So if you manufacture white socks or indeed Doritos and pot noodles. White socks all made by one one company. <laughs> the white socks, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, right, let's get on to the matter in hand. As I mentioned earlier, the delicious beef, because that was kind of the whole point of this episode yeah. was the issues between Precious and Sean, which started last night when we saw Precious giving her yoga class to the yeah. people and Sean corrected her well didn't even correct her just guessed what the positions were going to be which really wound precious up for no reason at all yeah. so this episode started with a private chat between the two of them where Sean apologized and precious accepted the apology and had a little slide dig back basically and then what happened was they were put in the position where they had to choose between precious or harry mm. and precious was shocked that Sean chose her mm. so she actually chose out of all the people that she could have met i thought she would have gone to see scotty i really thought because she thought well let's see if there's something going on here but she went round and she went round to have it out with sean and this mm. is something that has changed if we go right back to the very first meetup that we had when jennifer left jennifer went round to see janelle and it was just a wonderful thing of just like going almost like i just want to meet another real person in here mm. and they went and saw them and that was really nice and then when Mitchell left, he went around to see Aiden, and that was really nice. Aiden went around to see Kate, and even though we thought that was going to be a car crash, it turned into be really nice. Yep. But it's just started to go a bit dark. When Ryan went around to see Freddie, it got nasty. And it yeah. got nasty when Sean opened the, Well, Sean was surprised that Precious came to see her. And it wasn't Sean that was confrontational in that. It was Precious. And this, the yeah. reason she got voted out, essentially, was because she was unreasonably... She was a dick. She was confrontational through the entire thing. And, I mean, it's precious by name, precious by nature. The fact she got completely arsy that Sean dared to suggest these yoga poses that were being performed, it was completely unreasonable. And, yeah, I know what you're saying, that there is an element of context there and a misunderstanding of the intentions behind something. And that, to a certain extent, is true. But to get that wound up by something so innocuous is... It's it's a weird reaction, isn't it? Even in a highly pressurized environment, it's a weird reaction. Yeah, but I think just generally in life, that's a really good way to figure out what somebody's really like. Mm. You know, put them in a high pressure situation, give them a load of money, or give them a load of trust, and you'll see what they do then is a really good indication of what they're really like. I don't buy that whole thing going, "Oh, I was just drunk. I was just like that. I got it." No, that that's your true colors have come out. Right. So I think, yes, it's a high-pressure situation, but that just showed something about in that group dynamic. She was going to, sh- and they were always going to struggle. I mean, I called this last night. I said, "Precious and Harry are going to be in the bottom two. Yeah, and because they're not had time to bond with the group. And I mean, that's been the story all the way through. Yeah, is the but, new person that comes yeah. in has been the first person to go out. But it, it wasn't just because of that. It was because Harry stirred shit up again by like making accusations against. Freddie mm-hmm. and Kate, although they found unrealistically ask him about his love of football. I mean, what a bastard! <laughs> Still can't believe that about hashtag Ryan Thomas. Um, and then pressures obviously got into like full confrontation mode with people. What really worries me about this 
is the potential confrontations that are going to happen. Now, obviously, it's going to make great TV. Mm. But I think it could start to get really dangerous. Because the one big meeting that everyone's looking forward to, which will happen, and we kind of hope it will happen in the final, because these are two people that could go all the way, is when Dan goes to meet Kate, or Kate comes to meet Dan, and Dan finds out that Kate is Alex. Now, I'm backing Dan in that fight. I mean, Dan is built, and Kate is not a a fighting weight. Now, you see, this is the whole thing, because, yeah, as you say, look at the size of Dan, look at the size of Alex. And I think Dan's a very gentle person. Mm. I think Dan, although he's big and muscly, I don't think Dan loses his temper easily. But at the same time, um, if you've seen John Malkovich in Mice and Men playing Lenny, he was a gentle giant. And it didn't take much for him to murder yes. someone accidentally. <laughs> this could actually happen. No, no, I think I think you're wrong. And yesterday, we saw Kate slash Alex on the brink, I thought. And we both said that she was in danger of getting kicked out of this process because of Dan's red flags, because people starting to suspect that Kate might not be Kate, and rightly so. I think in this episode, we saw an element of redemption for Kate because both Dan... And Sean said, this person, we don't think she's who she says she is. There's something weird going on here. But whoever she's pretending to be, we quite like and we've bonded with. Mm-hmm. And I think because of that, I, I know what you're saying, that there's a potential conflict there and there could be some anger. But I think people have started to understand the game. There's been a number of catfishes now that have been through. And people are kind of going, well, you, you're suspicious, but everyone's suspicious no one in here might be who they're saying and it's just part of the game and so i think people are being now taken on face value a little bit more than maybe they were it doesn't matter so much that they might be pretending to be someone else as long as they're acting like a a nice individual within that game see i i hear what you're saying and i like that but my problem with that is it opens up the possibility of my worst nightmare which is freddie winning (laughs) <laughs> that's not my worst my, my worst nightmare is Freddie winning and then coming to live with me <laughs> with Scotty cooking all the food <laughs> do, do you not think if Freddie was born in a different time perhaps in the east end of London he would have possibly been one of the Cray twins <laughs> he's got that kind of attitude he's very mm. th- there's something nasty about him yeah I've also noticed that he signs off a lot of his messages with two emojis which I think helps signify the both sides of his split personality, and because <laughs> you know, you know who the other side of his split personality is. Mick Jagger. Have you noticed? <laughs> whenever he does an impression of somebody else, he sounds just like Mick Jagger. It's <laughs> a good point, actually, and he's kind of got the moves of Mick Jagger I'm as well. He, he literally moves like Jagger. And and the thing is, you know, obviously there's there's this big film coming out now about Queen Bohemian Rhapsody, mm. and it took them a long time to find the right actor to play that. If somebody's watching this and going, "I've written this script for a Rolling Stones movie." <laughs> Who is going to play a young Mick Jagger? There you go. Let's talk about the vote. Right. And the eventual blocking as well. Bit of a game changer. Previously, we've seen votes go that the top two people with the most, the highest rating, get to be influencers and decide who leaves. Slightly different today. The bottom two people were at risk and everyone else got to cast their vote as to who went. What was interesting for me was, again, it tied in nicely with that whole row that we had which was based on the lack of context in that precious thought what Sean had said about the yoga was malicious when Sean was like it's not malicious and what was hilarious was precious was going no it was but no actually what was going on Sean was you perceived it to be malicious and Sean didn't mean for it to be malicious 
So, I mean, she could have done it privately, whatever. Anyway, so what we had then on the voting was a voting without context because normally what happens, the influencers go, this has been a really tough decision. We decided to get this person out because of this. This time they just had to yeah. say their name. And from a reaction, that's a much more brutal way to receive that because she yeah. started crying. It's the first person that's, been, that's shed a tear when they've been evicted. Well, I'm not surprised because we saw with the uh, unicorn bake-off that she's a bit of a sore loser anyway. Yeah. So this was a bigger deal. This was not just mm. about getting another profile picture. This was about leaving the game. And she's not been in very long at no. all. She's maybe had two nights there. I thought it was quite telling that both Precious and Harry, who were the bottom two, got to have one last plea to stay in. It was their one chance to say something that might keep them in the house. And Harry spoke from the heart. He spoke very honestly and it felt incredibly genuine. Precious sounded like she was dictating a job application cover letter, essentially. <laughs> it was that heartless and that cold. She might as well have signed it yours sincerely at the end of it. It was weird. Yeah, it's almost like she was going, I'm a dynamic and creative personality. Really <laughs> challenges that I've had before. That's actually quoting my own CV. Do you say you're great at working as part of a team? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I'm fluent in both Windows and iOS. <laughs> yeah, and she wouldn't get it past the, for the opening stages of a job interview either. She'd be straight out the door. Yeah, and the thing is, she kept going on about girl code to, in, in, in this episode. And again, we saw that I, I'm not sure what girl code is. It kind of seemed to be like some kind of like, um, like there's an honor thing, like honor amongst thieves, if you will. And but I, I, I'm kind of confused by what that must be because of the way she acted, because she was such a, seemed to be such a big advocate. It's not a thing, is it? There's not a well, girl there's, there's code. Well, the there's the bro code. That's not a thing either, is it? Yeah. What is the bro code? What are the rules of the bro code then? There are many rules of the bro code, Jim. But yeah. This is probably a different podcast. It's like entirely. Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's, there's certain things like that you don't do. Uh, say, you know, you broke up with your girlfriend. Mm. I do not then make a play on your ex-girlfriend. Right. Unless... You've explicitly said that I but can. This is if we're mates. So, as, as, so that's yeah. a bro code. Yeah, because we're bros. We're bros. Mates. Yeah. But these people aren't. There's not a genuine rule across all men that's like this is the men rule that she's suggesting for the girl code. But then this is the this is the whole thing with the circle because you're right. They aren't friends. But once you come into that social it's not media, like a green cross cross code <laughs> is it? You don't get a pamphlet at school. Maybe, maybe where Darth Vader gives you it and goes, "Now be careful." <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if we could get him in for the last episode to do some kind of social media code, all the lessons that we've learned from the circle. He's dead. But <laughs> I'm sure he's dead. There's another one, it's fine. Move on. Okay. So the problem with this is like things like the girl code, bro code, it's all based on mates, right? And generally, you know, when you think about it, your mates, the people that you speak to most of the time, you've only got a small circle of friends really, hence the circle. But suddenly when you're social media, you've got hundreds, thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands for some people. And... People that you would never normally meet or have any interaction with can suddenly say very nice things about you and say nasty things about you. Now, if you didn't have social media, you wouldn't know that these people had said these nasty things about you. It wouldn't affect your day. It's a real test of the idea of people saying, if you're going to say something bad to me, say it to my face. Because actually, it's not very nice having it said to your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the face that they're saying it to, they don't know if it's the real face or not. That's the problem. <laughs> This is like the inception. Uh, right, before we get on to the blocking and the exit of Precious, um, in fact, let's get on to that now because my favourite bit of Precious going was the line she said when she was talking about how gutted she was leaving. 
And she said, I'm very sad. I didn't get to show the many layers of precious. And I, I just, if you make chocolate, that sounds delicious. The layers of precious, caramel and shortbread and biscuit. I would buy a chocolate called Layers of Precious any day of the week. Yeah, it, it does. It almost made it sound like a chocolate, you're right, or, or maybe even a perfume. Mm. Can you imagine if, if we did that to us? So, for example, if I, if, if I turned you into a, a perfume, for example, <laughs> the many layers of gym. Yeah. The beer, um. the beard, <laughs> the bitterness. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. You mentioned bitterness. It would look very sweet, the layers of precious. It would taste bitter, really bitter, horrible. And she went in to see Sean, an immediate confrontation. As you said earlier, we've kind of touched on this already. It wasn't a nice experience. I, I, I got the feeling that's where she was going by the way she dressed. Because she actually oh, looked yeah. like Xena Warrior Princess. Oh, yeah. The, Power dressing. That to was man. like, wow. I here are my like, boobs. Here are my boots. Yeah. We're going to fight. I was like, she's either going to see Sean and have it out, mm-hmm. or she's going to see Scotty and just have him. <laughs> <laughs> and you saw Sean kind of protect herself a little bit. She was kind of relaxing on the sofa when Precious went in. And Precious went in, sat down, got to her head, grabbed a cushion for protection. No, but before she did that, what was very clever with Sean was... Do you want to sit down? Mm. And that's that's a very clever way to uh, dissipate the emotion in a situation mm. is get somebody to sit down, bring them into your level. I'm not saying for a moment that Sean is a qualified psychologist like Dr. Joey had on a few shows ago, but I think just that human interaction suddenly took a lot of the edge off yeah. and, and threw pressures off her game a little bit. But she still just couldn't get past it. She was like, basically, she went around there going, I'm pissed off. I want to tell you that I'm pissed off. And it doesn't really matter what you what you say because I'm pissed off. It's one of those things. We've all been there in an argument. You want to blame someone. You've done something that has impacted yourself negatively. You're looking instantly for someone to blame. And Precious wanted to blame Sean. And Sean spotted it with a little quote that she said. Precious came in and she went, you've come in here on your eye horse. <laughs> yes, now available from Apple stores. <laughs> so what is it? What's an eye horse? Like, I'm not wrong. It's, it's high horse, isn't it? Yeah, not which, eye horse. To be fair, you being the dyslexic man that you are, <laughs> I would expect that from you. Um, but bless her, no. It, it's not something that uh, Steve Jobs left in his uh, will. Yeah. It's uh, just her getting it wrong. I feel very sorry for Dan in this whole scenario because Dan is desperate for people to go and visit him. And you can tell this because he acts a little bit like my mum when the blockings happen and when they can go and visit someone. It's like he starts putting a little spread on. He like <laughs> he, he cut a little bit of cake for Precious. Now I'd be go, oh, I'll go home and I'll say, oh, Steve's coming around in 20 minutes, mum. He's just going to pick me up. He's going to pop in and say hi. Shall I make him a sandwich? No, it's 20 minutes. He doesn't need a sandwich. 30 minutes later, we've got a 12-course meal <laughs> to wade through. That is Dan. Dan is the circle mum. Yeah. The difference is, though, is... Well, actually, I was going to say the, diff- the difference, but no... I think everybody fancies Dan and everybody fancies your mum. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the end of tonight's episode. <laughs> uh, we won't be here for Saturday's show, but we will be speaking to a very special guest, Psychic Ryan. A very special interview with him will be available on Saturday. Hang, hang on, hang on. Can we, ju- can we just clarify that? Yeah. If you like. <laughs> we, we won't be speaking to him. You're speaking to him. Yeah, I'm speaking to him. He refused to speak to Ant after the horrible things Ant said in an earlier episode. And the thing was, I, I was, I was backing him up all the way. It was you that were nasty about him. I think possibly it's because I insisted on doing the interview with Kathy. Maybe that's yeah. <laughs> there's a, it's a very revealing interview. It's well worth a listen. And if you subscribe to this podcast now, there's only two, three shows left. So subscribe to this podcast now, and you'll get that as soon as we release it on Saturday. 
or maybe Friday. As soon as we release it, you'll get it then. No, we'll do, we'll, we'll, we'll do it not long after the show, I think. All right. Okay. We'll get the show out and then we'll Deal. do it out. Not long Deal. After. We'll do that. Um, right, and, so then, and then the thing is, to be honest, I'm not sure we're going to be able to do a show after Friday night because I think we both might need a lie down and a beer because it's... Whoever's the influencer is going to be one influencer oh, anonymously. Oh yeah, anonymously can just kick somebody out. And the great thing about that is then they can choose to reveal to the others or not. And we know for a fact if it's Freddie, Freddie won't tell anyone. It's about to get tasty in the circle, and the way to find out everything that is tasty is to subscribe and follow the Inner Circle, the Circle Podcast. And we will see you next time. <laughs>